Ladies but and gentlemen, welcome back to a fabulous episode of Stories Around Azeroth, as always, with myself, Pete Tightscreed Nethercoat, and the fabulous gnome this side of the Eastern Kingdoms one, Mr. Frasley Tastic. This week, we have the pleasure and the great honour to be joined by Gerasar of Technically, Technically PvP. How are you doing, sir? I am well, thank you very much. It's a, a wonderfully uh, sunny Sunday here where I'm living. So Yeah, it's been pretty sunny and windy <clears throat> down here as well. It's been pretty fresh is the way i'd like to say that the weather is fresh fresh is good it's... <laughs> fresh fresh is definitely something yes yeah it's uh it was unseasonably cooler here for um earlier last week but uh now they came into the weekend it warmed right up so i'm happy and then of course today it's uh gray but bright so, so I guess it's not as sunny as I first said, but it's still bright. As you can see, my window's open, so uh, I'm trying to keep my glasses down so I don't glare. Yeah, no, that sounds pretty. I love the um, the BFA art that's on the wall behind you as well. Oh, thank you. Oh, yes. As well as the original Warcraft cover, I think that is the old yeah. one. Yeah, I, uh, I years ago I off of the uh, blizzard store i bought a pack with a whole bunch of blizzard art or wow art and it has the covers actually it has like the the art from pretty much every expansion up to i want to say it was up to warlords was that when they were doing the uh what are they called because they didn't do just simple prints they did the whole um it's where they stick out from the wall. I can't remember the actual word that they they oh, use for it. The... No, th these aren't these aren't the canvas ones. Canvas these are prints, it, these are just prints. But it was like it was a it was a a pack and they're double sided, and oh. there's I think about forty eight of them or something like that. Yeah, it's quite quite a few. I remember when they did the poster books, and I was tempted to just <clears> pick up two just because they were all yeah. double sided, just take them all out and just like uh, get them all framed on so I could that's have exactly, them all up. That's exactly that's what the this one is. It is. Gotcha. Yeah. Brilliant stuff. So for those that don't know who you are, uh, may not have heard of you in this tiny little corner of the world, uh, how about you tell people what you do on the internet? Sure. Uh, oh boy, what do I do on the internet? Um, so I'm usually sarcastic, uh, and I also try to be informative at the same time, so that's always a duality of me. So podcasting-wise, I am the host of Technically PvP, so we do a a podcast solely about World of Warcraft player versus player uh, on a uh, every other week schedule because I and the other co-hosts, Andalyn and Winstead, like to have some personal time in-game, so we actually have stuff to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, yeah, and uh, we actually, uh, originally we were doing it under our own brand, but then this year we teamed up with Warcraft Radio, so uh, if you want to find us, you can over the warcraft radio and see us there as well as all the other great shows that they're doing so yeah i think this is the the first time we've we've talked about warcraft radio since its re-emergence to be fair i think i well, i think we may have commented on the post when they uh, originally announced the comeback of it because there was yeah. a there was a small i know there were small bits of controversy from like some original hosts that a lot of their old stuff was going to be re-hosted but i haven't really had a chance to talk to any of the new guys yet to be fair yeah but i i I've been I've been impressed because when I saw because I I know like uh, 
I'm glad that they that they brought Roe and 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 his um caravan of, of stuff underneath, and, I, and I'm and I'm glad that they brought your show on. I mean, I figured it, it's good stuff that it's reaching a new audience. It, it's showing them, hey, oh, exactly. There's content out there, and I, I'm glad that it's bringing good, reliable content to the Twitch medium. Absolutely. Exactly. And and it's kind of all housed underneath that one umbrella, so it kind of becomes a one-stop shop, which is really nice. Yeah, I, and like I've seen the, the people that are like. They've never heard of podcast before, but they've heard of Warcraft Radio and they've heard about what you guys have been doing. It's like, that's cool. I love it. That's hilarious. How do you, how do you not how know you what a podcast Wolf? is? But Wait, if you listen to Warcraft Radio. Radio. I, yeah. Like, yeah. A lot of people don't know and they're like, oh, okay. But like, if, if, it's, if it's on Twitch, I, and like, mm-hmm. you, uh, yeah, Warcraft Radio's got It used to just be like the, the always omnificent, like, radio set like you know everybody's heard of blue please like it wasn't just a radio show it was a podcast as well yeah you know uh oh my god mm-hmm. there was i'm trying to remember some of the other shows i listened to back on the old warcraft radio uh, there's something to do with nordrasil as well but i can't remember the name of it there were loads loads of good shows there was it's just yeah but yeah uh warcraft radio is a thing and you can obviously listen to technically pvp over there as Indeed. well brilliant stuff and I'm, I'm pretty sure we are the only pvp centric podcasts still yeah playing. which is interesting because no matter where you look like it, especially in terms of the higher view bases especially on twitch mm-hmm. pvp is high up there so you would have thought that there would be more pvp focused things you'd think that <laughs> it's there's been many attempts but they've all seemed to eventually just falter and stop trying i guess I, so I, I, I maybe guess i'm just a, too stubborn <laughs> maybe they're, they're, i think that's a, a great a, a big thing about most po- podcast hosts is that like eventually they become too stubborn to want to give up on something they've worked with yeah it, the 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 sunk time fallacy i mean it's, it's one of those like you don't want to stop doing it i mean that even that's why we all still play warcraft after 15 years isn't it because yeah. of the sunk time fallacy i've had many people even over the three years i've been doing stuff saying hey shouldn't you have given up right now on warcraft like no, I mean, no, nope. I'm still doing it. Uh, we've lost your mic, Garissa. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what happens when you cough and you mute yourself and then you forget. Yeah, then you don't unmute yourself. Yeah, it's fine. What were you saying? Uh, no, you're right, though. And I love, I love that part about Warcraft. World of Warcraft is, I mean, 15 years of content, 15 years of stuff being added into it. it you can never get bored. It, yeah. It, the only way you get bored is if you center only on one little piece and then you burn yourself out on doing that. But there's always yeah, stuff to do that. that I just never get bored of playing the game. That's fair enough. And but but um yeah, sorry, no, go ahead, Frasley. What are you gonna say? And it's finding creative ways to talk about it. I mean, finding finding new ways to how do I talk about this or finding new avenues. It, it's it's that perspective. Exactly. It well and if you think about it, they're so this whole COVID nineteen thing. They're still going back to the World of Warcraft plague, yeah, and still using that for doing modeling of where they think or how they think COVID's going to spread. Yeah, Frasley mentioned last week that uh, some of the doctors are looking back at the the old the research notes that were based off the the ZG blood plague as well. Exactly. So. Um... I mean, it's pretty much everywhere now. Um, it, it, I'd say pretty much everywhere. Um, it's even like even where I am, we did a we did a quick check on like reported cases. It's like 
13 reported cases where I live in a in a community of like 2 million in the city. So Wow. But it's that's, only out of like 200 uh, yeah, it's only 200,000 diagnosed cases. 13 of those are uh, uh, definite out of 2 million people in the city. So That's actually really low. That's awesome. Yeah, we're like up to 300 uh, confirmed in Ohio. Uh, yeah, but I've got to say, like, as a city, your your Ohio is as bigger than my little island over oh, here. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Kingdom. It, 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 it's, it's a huge state. I mean, so it's, and we're a, a big demographic of people. But, but yeah, but hmm. this is not the uh, coronavirus podcast. Yes, it, it isn't. Oh, no. shoot. Okay. No, no CV19 here. Um. <laughs> We'll start as we normally start. What have you yeah. done uh, this week in the world of Azeroth? And Gerasa, as you're the guest, what have you been up to this week? Oh boy, putting me right on the spot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see here. Uh, I've been, I'll be, I'll admit, I've been pretty busy this week, so I haven't put a lot of time into playing other than, you know, posting things on the auction house and trying to earn, earn, uh, earn that gold. Uh, I was Are you on the long boy hunt as well. Um, no, no, uh, I, I'm too busy using it to buy tokens so that I don't have to pay to play. It's fair. And, uh, I'm also, um, I've actually been saving up enough, uh, Blizzard bucks that I, I'm not sure if I'm going to use it to buy Shadowlands or if I'm going to use it for the new Hearthstone expansion. I'm still kind of trying to gauge that one, but <sighs> yeah, I'm trying not to get sunk back into the half stone hole i'll be honest i did a it lot of it when good. it first came out does demon hunters that's all yeah I that's that's it but the 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 bottom of that ladder is all going to be sunk with demon hunters i think that oh, yeah. class looks a little bit overpowered oh yeah well they're overpowered in wow why would they not be overpowered in her still exactly. we're not overpowered we're easy to use so right <laughs> can i say it that that uh they are not prepared <laughs> Disgraceful behavior. <laughs> Have you been up to anything else, sir? Uh, other than that, I was doing the invasions. Uh, I found that if I just hit all the invasions, I usually end up capping out my conquest points. So I'm doing that to get all of the uh, the PvP transmog. Um, I haven't actually been focusing on PvP otherwise. I haven't really been doing that. And the other thing I was doing was uh, I dusted off my alt paladin tank and was learning dungeons so i can start getting into doing some mythic pluses because i actually never got onto that bandwagon so i was uh i was recording with another podcast yesterday and we had a a a bit of a sidestep into talking about it and to be fair as someone who's who's done challenge modes back in mists and warlords of draenor you know and now doing mythic plus the changes they've done to Mythic Plus this season, where Titan Forging is gone, best change set aside because it makes me have a reason to go and do 15s rather than just do a 10 for the week. But, um, yeah, uh, I mean, it, it still lacks stops onto the problem that you're doing the same dungeon over and over, and it, it's fallen into the same fallacy that raiding is. That's yeah, the, that's the problem I have with it. Okay. I think. I, I think the easiest change that they could possibly do going to the next Mythic Plus is if you successfully do a key in time, you get a choice of three places that you can go rather than just getting a random key in case you don't want to go to like 
to the one dungeon you don't want to do for that week. You have an option of three keys to choose. Yeah. I, I guess the alternative there, or maybe they're thinking on that is with LFG systems and, you know, guild, guild members, party members, if everybody gets a random key, there's a chance that you'll, if it's not one you want, you can always then just group with somebody else to do. Yeah. Um, but I hate do it. I hate for my steady group of five to get three siege keys at all desire and King's rest. And then, finishing a siege to get a Tordas Art, King's Rest, or a higher siege key. Because it happens. And sometimes the week is just pretty unfair. I'd rather it just give us an option of three keys, the group can choose where we want to go, and we'll go if we're in the mood to do more than several. Yeah. And that's totally fair. I think that's a common complaint that uh, a lot of people on the PvE scene have been saying, is that uh, you know sometimes you get a key with that it, you get a key for a dungeon that is not forgiving with the affixes of the week. It, it does feel like you do get keys for dungeons which fall onto the harder dungeons, depending on the affixes. I'll agree with that. It does feel like it sometimes. It's always it's always RNG, though, isn't it? Like Well, yeah. Well, I'd, I'd at least like to tone down elements of RNG just a little bit. There's too much of it in the game to deal with already. Really? You don't you don't like having RNG in your RNG for the RNG that you don't like? No. No. I'm a simple man with simple pleasures. And some of those simple pleasures is watching Mr. Frasley stream on War stream on Twitch doing some Warcraft. What have you been up to this week, my friend, other than dragged into LFR so that other people can uh, learn how to tank? That was fun, actually. A scient of, of Scrubbers the World has been helping teach people how to how to do stuff. So like, he he's doing a podcast every two weeks, and his is like on like how do you do different different gameplay things in WoW and uh, in uh, Garrosar. If you ever need somebody, I I don't know if he's on PvP, but he would be a fun guest to bring on anyway about gameplay. He he, he is fun. And Sai uh, has been doing streams every other week. Uh, he so yesterday we did a stream where he was learning how to tank, and he was. He brought on uh, Brandon, who is who's a tank and a raid lead. Cool. And uh, I I was talking with Sai, and Sai actually says that I'm turning into a a a, a raider. So I I'm like a, I, I died like three or four times, but I tried to watch my mechanic. Maybe I'm getting better. I I know how to interrupt now. So that's that's always key. Interrupts <laughs> yeah. are interrupts are important. And then uh, Cap and I this week went into uh, mythic. And not not mythics. That was last week. We went into horrific visions this week, and I did two or three of them. Ooh, got mine. Uh, my cloak up to rank ten now. So hey, uh, nice. five to go. And I, I I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying like the uh, the the, the corrupted mementos. Mm -hmm. Um, definitely interrupts help a lot, especially in the visions. And I think an interesting thing Blister's doing with the visions, they're teaching raid mechanics in some of these. They are. I noticed that. I mean technically they've been teaching raid mechanics since they up to the dungeons back in warlords and they've been teaching you raid mechanics since then yeah I but mean, like i mean i could argue the point that going all the way back to cataclysm they've done that since there's like an achievement called ready for raiding and it started in cataclysm yep if you really want though they've been doing that even from the very beginning where you had dungeons and there would be some mechanic in a dungeon or even in a world boss or some, you know, some world uh, silver. And, you know, 
you would use that same you see the same mechanic when you went into the dungeons and then the same mechanic when you went into the raids so they've always done that where they take these little pieces and then you learn it by doing and then when you get to the raid you know how to deal with that mechanic and that makes sense because I remember in Legion, when um, in the Eye of Azara, I got the Ready for Raid achievement because I was able to to dodge the different things around the... Is the reason you think this and have this mindset, though, because you've not done a lot of raiding there, Fraz? Well, and just you, like... you've done more of it in the last couple of weeks? To, to survive a vision, you have to be a little more on top of what's going on, and you kind of have to adapt to different things. You adapt to, like, what's the, what's the, the strategy of the area? Like, Are you using the DBM module? I'm using Bigwigs, which is helping a lot. Uh, Bigwigs, yeah, it's yeah. Something, but um, yeah, because the 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 first question I would always ask someone if they're trying to push a vision is, do you have a DBM plugin, and do you have weak auras for like some of the later technology tree stuff? I don't have weak auras. I, I should get weak auras at some point. Weak weak auras are, is interesting, especially when you get right into it, and they've enabled bloody GIF pop-ups now for weak auras, so it's, oh. it's disgraceful behavior. They have GIFs now? So you have, like, the... The, the way it works is that it will look for a file locally, so you've got to point it to a GIF file on your on your actual hard drive where you want to pull it from, but it, it can load a GIF in as a weak aura pop-up for you. Oh, so I can like a little bit of office memes. <laughs> you, okay, you, okay. Could, you could very well do the thing where you're... Mm -hmm. Um, if you're leveling your, um, I'm going to call it Techno Mage because I forget the name, Mechanome. Your Mechanome Mage and, uh, you die in your, what's it called? Oh my God, words. My words escape me tonight. What's the, what's the mage, Fire Mage stuff that keeps you alive after you die? Uh, Cauterize. Cauterize. Cauterize, so, yeah. Cauterize props. You could have a weak aura set for the Michael going, No! No, God, okay. no! I'm and downloading the gores now. Gone. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I've, nice. I've, I've heard of people using that, and they have it set with uh, gifts of Ian Hazekostas's head. Same oh, thing. the thing from Beyond. Yes, I saw that. Uh, yes. oh. And I mean, I have a few uh, gifts of my own that I could add there too. Because uh, if, if you go to my uh, Frasley Giphy, there's a few uh, ones a that Frasley I... Gif feed now. Yep, there's a Frasley Giphy with a few ones, and I've been making them as we go on. Like, I got one of me being scared and stuff like that, so one of me dancing. You you never cease to amaze me, Frasley. <laughs> I feel like every week there's something new that he's just invested time in, and he comes yeah. back and he's just set something else up. What else have you been up to this week, Chief? Uh, other than that, just leveling the Mechanome. So he is now up to 109, about to hit 110, and I was going to stop at 110 with the Order Hall until... For anybody out there. Well, because I've got a Volpira too that I want to level up. It's a Volpira Warlock that has been to waiting. To be fair, if you do get it to 110, you do get the heritage for your Mechanome, which is yeah. done. Okay. But, and we'll, we'll talk about it more. I think the next month is probably just going to be, especially this week, is probably going to be the best time to just keep going and leveling. Oh, yeah. But we'll yeah. talk about that a little bit more in a bit. Anything else, Mr. Frasley? Not really other than that. I mean, just a bunch of uh, playing Among Us. That's not Warcraft, but playing a lot of Among Us where people are uh, like, oh, I want to be the imposter! Oh, too shit, much. I did not... Yeah, well, all right, all right, Frasley. <laughs> we, can, can we let the meme die? It can only work as viral content if I get something off the back of it. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't think that's how it goes. <laughs> uh, 
for content, you should have caught some of our streams earlier on in the week, but Discord <laughs> went down and it led to a bit of a boo-boo and everything else. Uh, in terms you of want to zoom on past that, right? Yes, I want to zoom on past that. Thank you very much, Frasley. <laughs> Fucking hell. In terms of what I've been doing, it's nothing much past the normal. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday were spent doing the weekly chores, so got the cloak to 15 this week. Nice. But it's also brought along the fact that doing horrific visions with your certain masks have uh, allowed you to uh, get item level drops. So I did three with... So I did a five mask, a four mask, and a three mask for mementos and getting the item level. One of them turned out it was a decent item level piece. Nice. Um... Got a four seven five weapon in my weekly box of disappointment. Probably replaced it with the Raden weapon that dropped in the weekly raid this week. So I'm literally done with gear drops from Nihilotha now. I don't. I have no need to run that place except if I want free artifact power. That's it. I'm done with Nihilotha in the heroic. That's it. So no need. are you going to stop or are you going to still keep going because guilt and friend so, reasons? Judging by the current climate. I think the the general thing is we're going to keep going as long as the banter and people want to do it. Mm-hmm. But there are other things I could concentrate on. Um, I finally got my pet battles across Broken Isles and Zaldazar and Kul'Tiras done wow. uh, with some of the free time. So in the questing stuff. So I've actually increased my pet capacity to 1500, which allowed me to buy the other things so I can actually up it to 2000 now. Holy moly. That's a lot of of Pokemon. (laughs) It's a lot of Pokemon. And I I still need the achievement for having a thousand unique pets. I think I'm missing at least 400 unique unique versions of pets in the whole game. And I haven't caught everything in Legion stuff yet. Wow. So Do you you go and catch those on your own or do you go to uh, the auction house to get the really rare stuff sometimes? No, I go go out and catch them. Um, Okay. It's 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 weird because I was doing it with an alt because um, in in heirloom gear before we got the buff this week to one hundred percent and you do a you, if you do a pet battle with a trainer you'll get like twenty thousand yeah. experience which is it's not bad it's a nice way to do things but mm-hmm. it takes the time invested in a pet battle is longer than the time invested for to do just questing and waiting for a dungeon to pop so you've got to decide if you want to what you want to do. I remember back in, I think it was mists and I had uh BlizzCon weekend open and I had a nice little leveling spot right next to the, the farm in the Valley of the Four Winds yep. where pets would just respawn really quickly in a little circle. And I just got a warlock to summon me to Pandaria and I went from one to like the level cap. Um, and over BlizzCon weekend, I did about three alts just doing pet battles over that weekend. Nice. Just leveling pets. It was. Here's a question. Yeah. <clears throat> did you get into um, using the Alterac Valley uh, Korax Revenge to level your alts? No. Um, <laughs> as as a person who did Alterac Valley back in vanilla and remembering leaving it to go back into the same instance the next day, yep. um, no, it wasn't for me. Um, I, I did it enough to get the mount and then I GTFO'd out of that. I know a lot of people that did do it a yeah. lot. Um, as much as I enjoy doing PvP, it requires a certain f- mindset. Mm-hmm. And the last time I had that mindset was in 8.2 of Essences, where I did the rated arenas and I did a lot of PvP for the honor grind and everything else. Okay. It, 
wasn't as the honor grind for the actual essence wasn't as bad for rank three as I think a lot of people are making it out to be. Yeah, no, it's not that. Um, well, I think it depends on which faction you're doing it. Oh well, I'm alliance, so I've got massive queue times over on EU. So because okay. well, no, shorter queue times, but yeah. we lose a lot. Yes. So so same same over here at NA. It's it's uh, I think you, they right now we're winning one every six battlegrounds. Give or take a bit. Well, the Alliance were actually winning Korok's Revenge quite a lot. They were at first. <laughs> yeah, no, that's probably right. Towards, towards the at end, um, there was a bunch of people that would just AFK, and or they would not do the the proper mechanics, or uh, there's oh, one. They just sat in there for the win and just yep. waited for the fail because it was just easy experience to just lose exactly. requeue because it was faster. Yeah. It, it definitely has that. It's faster to lo- to just give up and lose and get into the next queue. I think it's, I think it's why I eventually turned around and uh, leveled Horde side through Korok's Revenge because it was just easier to get the stuff done, yeah, and just get it out of the way for the mount because it was obviously you got a different mount for both factions depending since it was achievement bound and everything else. But yeah, uh, I've had I got two two mounts this week. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually up to... I haven't logged on to my Paladins, because obviously Paladins have got like a billion class-specific mounts. But on my Demon Hunter, I'm up to 460 unique mounts on one character. Nice. So i probably add another three on for a Paladin. Holy. So, yeah. Wow. Uh, it, it's, just, it's, it's getting there. <laughs> that is just... I think, a... I, I, I think I, the next one I'm going to aim for is going to be the Conqueror of Azeroth one, because it's quite an easy one to get. Conqueror of Azeroth. So it requires you to do a thousand honor in each of the main Colterus and Zandalar zones. So get that achievement there. Okay. Which is relatively easy. Uh, yeah. Because you're sat in war mode anyway. Yeah. But it also requires you to kill assassins and loot the bag, I believe. Ooh. Which is the harder one. But I'm about halfway on that. I don't mm-hmm. know how many. I think it's. I think it's either ten or twenty-five. I can't remember. But yeah. Other than that, I leveled my dwarf death knight with the XP buff and like three time walking dungeons from one fifteen to one twenty in the span of about three hours. I was actually like my plan for this reset with all the changes was going to be take one of my fresh one twenty alts and see how long it would take to get through the Nazjatar starter and, and do all of the, the 8.3 stuff yep. and then talk about how that felt going uh, as a freshly geared 120. And I was going to do that without Black Empire gear and with Black Empire gear, but it's just time's just escaped me this week because life is just busy. Yeah. But that that like, that would be interesting. I wonder what that would feel... Because I know... The main I... reason I want to do it from this week is because we've got the new essence system that's been obviously implemented as well with the echoes. So I wanted to because I've done it before. Like it's still three hours to do eight point three if you do the full assaults in both zones with the questing mm-hmm. as you go. Um, so I know that, but I haven't done it with a fresh alt and more ones that were geared up in eight point two stuff already. Yeah. So there's a slight difference because I'm still I'd still be in using like two eighty item level cloak and well heirloom gear at two eighty essentially because it scales all the way up to one twenty. Yeah. Huh. I was just because I so I had a boomkin and when I went to do 
the uh, the whole opening of the Nihilotha quest, the 8.3 quest line, um, I couldn't get through Halls of Origination because my item level was yes. sub 300 and it I couldn't feels survive. so much harder. Yeah. Oh. I absolutely agree with that. It, it was, yeah. I actually gave up and I went and I had to do a bunch of world quests just to increase my item level and get mm. more, get better gear. Yeah, it's, it's definitely harder for certain classes rather than others. Uh, it's, it's absolutely bonkers at times, but uh, yes. Cool. That's pretty much my week in a nutshell. Um, stuff in Warcraft, essentially, as, as it goes on. Definitely got some goals for the next week to go on and get some stuff done. Um, leveling is going to be the thing. I'm going to take the next month to really abuse it. Because if you haven't heard, Blizzard have decided to jump onto the train as everybody else with all the goings on around the world. Mm -hmm. And they've implemented, on top of everything they've done to start the uh, all bonuses from this recent onwards, they have implemented a month-long buff from the 20th of March to the 20th of April, yeah. uh, which gives you a 100% bonus experience to all gains. I mean, I had plans for, for a while what I was going to do, but now I have to make alternative plans. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, I hate you, Frasley. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I hate now, you. I want to bring up one thing before we get into the alts, because they did something else that I don't want, I don't want, the, I don't want them to get uh, sidelined. They relaxed their essence requirements even further. Yes. yes. So uh, while you, uh, if you still had the essences unlocked at, uh, you could access them on alts. If you didn't have, if you weren't playing a multi-spec class like a paladin or a druid and actually got all the different variants, you weren't able to get like your healing or your tank ones if you'd only got your DPS ones. Mm -hmm. They've eased up on that with this reset. So now, well, not even this, it was uh, post the reset and like closer to Friday, Saturday, I believe. Yeah, I think it was just a hot fix. Yeah, and they've gone around and gone, yeah, if you've already got one version, you can access all of them, which is a fantastic change. Yeah, um, yeah. You're still only going to get one rank three, maybe two a week, depending on how much content you want to do on an ult. But it's still, if you want to gear up one ult because you're done on your main, like I'm done on my Demon Hunter, except if I go farming for stuff, then, you know, you, you can go do that. So in, in essence, they're, oh. they're, they're, they're keeping us hooked till Shadowlands. They're giving us stuff to do, which yeah. isn't a bad thing. Um, oh, the puns! I, I think puns. you could still. I think you could still pick and choose. Like, if you're going to focus on changing to an alt for essence grinding, mm -hmm. I would possibly say because if you do, if you haven't already done the Nashatar entrance quest, you're going to get your heart to fifty, which means that you're going to get be able to start doing the. I call it the fireball because I can't remember it, but I would say that the first essence to get would be the guardian of azeroth from eternal palace for any dps class because really you're i would normally say breath of the dying because the dps that puts out at rank three is disgusting mm, okay. but if you're going to be switching hard to an alt to do stuff you're going to get rep with rajani and since they've changed that to revered that's not going to be a problem at all okay huh i'll because say that in my, i was, I was gonna, just going to use conflict and strife so I mean, it's it's always one to go for afterwards, but if you use Guardian of Azeroth as a straight DPS boost throughout, and if you're going to step into uh, Mythic Plus for whatever gear thing, if you as long as you do a plus seven in time, you'll get rank two of your DPS or your tank or your healing essence. But you need rank three to be able to share on alts, right? You need rank three on your main for alts to be able to purchase it, yeah. 
So like my my well, demon hunter, yeah. my main, has everything for tanking and DPS, but now everything is going to be able to access the healing ones as well now. So uh, hopefully at rank three, I presume yeah. so. And 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 definitely thank you Blizzard for adding in things to make it easier for all. So you, 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 it's I feel like it, it, it. They're making it much easier and and much. They're they're compromising with with, with us in ways that we never thought they would. And and I I'm I thank you for it. Mm-hmm. It's re- it's really weird because I I can't remember if, if if it was this show that I was talking about last week where we were talking about it would be nice if the XP gains for leveling alts for the current expansion happened in the final patch of that expansion rather than waiting for the following expansion to come out. Yeah. So they always nerf the experience required yeah. per level on a following expansion, but with 100% gain, it's above and beyond that. Yeah. Um, I mentioned it in Frasley's Discord as well as a couple of other Warcraft ones I was on. Um, okay. If you look at a time-walking dungeon at, at level 115 to 120, uh, I was in full heirloom gear, which is obviously about 70% boost with a potion on as well, which is an extra 10% as well. With 100% on top of that, the actual Dungeon Finder tells you that you'll get 100,000 experience for completing it. On completion, you get 750,000 experience, which is essentially a whole level just for doing one time walking dungeon. And that doesn't include the XP you get for killing the mobs in the dungeon. Wow. Like, I did my... I uh, Firstly, will be entertained by this. A friend in the guild was deciding to level up a Lightforged Draenei Mm-hmm. And I had my my next character below this dwarf that I finished leveling was my gnome warrior who's at fifty eight, ready to enter outland stuff, and is obviously the next one I want to level for heritage and bits and pieces. So I said, "It's fine, I'll join. We'll party sync, so I can come and do classic dungeons with you." Yeah. And I went from fifty eight to sixty two in doing um, whaling caverns, and we did something. What was the other? Oh, um, black fathom deeps, because we did the quest in there as well. Four levels in the span of an hour. Wow. That's crazy. I, I I was talking to uh, my co-host Winstead, and he has been playing on a warrior in tanking dungeons, uh-huh. and uh, you know, and we party synced up. But he said he went from I think it was thirty eight to one hundred and two in a day. Yeah, a lot of people are uh, this XP experience buff is insane because it stacks with heirlooms. Yeah, you know. I could work on my Volpira, but I got a Dwarf Priest I want to get up and level. My, uh, I'm still going to level the Volpira. I'm still going to look, because I, 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 I love the race and all that. Mm-hmm. But that Dwarf Priest. Just regular oh. Dwarf or Iron Dwarf? Or um, Dark Iron? Yeah, I've got both. I, I already got a Dark Iron up to 120. Oh, okay. And actually, this is my original OG vanilla dwarf the one that i rated molten Whoa. core i just have not touched it since vanilla maybe like one or two levels in cataclysm but wow. i need to get this one up to 120 and i mean i'm like the dwarf armor is still too good and the heritage it, actually yeah the, the heritage quest for the dwarf is not that bad at all oh blizzard why can't you you give me too many options like, I'm, uh, I'm like if you don't have time to do wrath time walking before reset this week uh and this will mostly go out for the live crowd because by the time the actual episode goes out it'll be following reset Okay. Um, there is Cataclysm time walking before the buff goes away. Nice. Cataclysm dungeons are pretty fast. The only the only dungeons which are even faster to do in time walking are mists ones. To be yeah. fair, because you can do a mist dungeon in about fifteen minutes. Yeah, that's crazy. 
Wow. I, I, t- I totally forgot how, sh- how much shorter the Mists and Cataclysm dungeons were to some of the other ones. It's when you get to Warlords is where the dungeons start taking so much longer because everything has such inflated health pools. Yeah. Like, the, one thing about the, the, gear, the gear doesn't matter because of the way the scaling works. It's just, it's, it's just a little bit insane. I find the uh, Cata ones have a few mechanics that you need to be on with, with your group, otherwise you can wipe easier no um i mean you're you're more likely to get the odd death but i don't think wipes are capable um you'll you'll pro- pretty much be able to out dps most mechanics in cataclysm dungeons still okay as, as long as people are actually pressing buttons and not just afking well i mean but to be fair you are talking about playing a demon hunter so you can just cheese pretty much everything only, look, oh, only, only when i'm doing main stuff i only do the one time walking and you know what it's quite entertaining watching my DPS be so far ahead because I am a demon hunter. You know, I like it. You want to have competition. I have a rogue, and I'm sure I've mentioned this before. I've got a rogue friend in the guild who actually has time walking sets for each set of time walking. And he even went so far as to um, have both the legendary equipment, like the new one at rank 15 and the ones from Mists, and took a picture of them both side to side. And because the original Mists one has a socket, and the buff that, and the the proc is a cleave, it was like, Raffian did better on his first attempt at Legendary Cloaks. Ooh. Because the stats equal out to the same, but the, the corruption resistance is the only thing that's going to matter on the new cloak with the corruptions. Yeah. And the corruptions don't do as much because your health is so massively scaled down. Yeah. So stuff like Twilight Devastation does nothing. Well, yeah. Infinite it's... Stars is yeah. massively scaled down. Yeah. Hmm. It's, Makes it's me... quite... Like, if it's weird how having on sets, like, if you actually have Shadowmorn enchanted and ready to gemmed up and ready to go you'll probably out dps people with the fact that you have shadow Ball. and i, I don't that. understand how the way the system works so i did i remember hearing um again i think as winstead talked about on our podcast a little while ago that the gems don't scale so if you have a high powered gem you can go in and jump into these time walkings and so let's say it's like plus 40 stat it's still plus 40 stat there's always something wrong with a time walking dungeon i believe it was during legion that tb uh was it tbc because it was cameras of time dungeon yeah it was tbc uh tbc time walking had come round. i was on my priest during legion because it was still my main at the time and the they had a passive ability because of the artifact weapon where they could spawn the tentacle which did mind flay. Yep. That was not affected by time walking. So every, a priest would just <laughs> spam dots on everything in the black morass, spawn a bunch of tentacles, and you'd kill everything in a second because it was doing legion damage in time walking oh in time walking TBC. There's there's always been things where there's something broken oh, yeah. somewhere. Yeah. I think uh, the first one that came out during 8.3, one corruption or another wasn't tuned down or something. Mm -hmm. It was mental. I love the fact that time walking is a thing, but I just like it would, I would just like it all year round and have buffs or like, I've mentioned this before, Mm -hmm. but have a special buff when it's actually time walking week up. I'd also like the fact that since everything scales, just keep classic going and then have the tbc and the raft dungeons poured into the pool 
Okay. When you get past sixty, just because it just allows you to group up with people, you know, like yeah. It was quite entertaining being a level mm-hmm. sixty-two warrior and being in Black Fathom Deeps with all of my sixty abilities. That was fun. Interesting. I I don't think that should happen in classic, really, because the dungeons themselves are part of the lore. They're part of the story. They tell pieces of it. So I mean, you could argue you could argue that all dungeons tell a piece of the story, mm-hmm. but once you've done it once. I mean, with, soon enough with Shadowlands leveling, we're going to get to a point where it's going to, the game is going to be able to tell you that you've and segregate you based on what content you've done before. Because if you haven't done BFA, that's going to have to be your priority thing to level through, so you're caught up to the story, and then you can choose other stuff, as well as the starting area as well. So the game's going to get to a point, and it can segregate you to those dungeons if it wants to. Mm-hmm. But I, I would quite. I think it's more of a variety thing. Like when I'm doing time, when I want, to, when I'm in the mood to do time walking dungeons, mm-hmm. I I'm only ever going to see the five time walking dungeons because there's only five per expansion in the pool. Yeah. But if I I don't want to get pigeonholed into like the ten or the twelve dungeons if I'm just going to level spam, uh, dungeon spam through leveling because that's what I do because I yeah can't be bothered to quest because I've done it all several times over you know. I think you might have a problem with alts. Uh, I have 16 at 120 right now. And Pete... I'm not going to tell him, Frasley. I'm not going to keep saying it every time we talk about alts on this channel. It's okay, fine. okay. <laughs> we have a, a, a deal that I... Yeah, um... So, oh, okay, fine. I'll tell the story. Ultraxian yeah. still eludes me, and I'm still running Dragon Soul. Oh, there is a, there is a bet with... There is a bet with Mr. Frasley that if I do 18 Dragon Soul runs, 18, yeah. with max level characters in the same reset, and Ultraxian still doesn't drop, he'll buy me a pizza. That's that's a valid that's that's a valid bet. A valid deal. Um, I think I'll win it because Ultraxian is just a stubborn pain in the ass. <laughs> and, I mean, or else this bet will just drag on forever. It will. Yeah. Well... You'd you'd have to have eighteen characters to at least spam Dragon Soul with. I have, I well, I have I have sixteen at one twenty, and I have a Tauren Paladin at one ten. So it, it's it's close to doable. Uh, if I can get one more up, I could quite easily do it. So Blizzard, can you please hot fix in all mountain drop rates? Because <laughs> Frazzy doesn't want to have to buy a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it'd be uh, cool by the time I send it over to you. No. <laughs> uh, um, uh, yeah, so here's the big question that I want to talk about. With all the changes that they've done to Horrifics, to Essences this week, and now the XP buff, yes, even though that's only in for a month, how do you guys feel in the game that they've just done this massive pivot to get people being in the game more and on other characters other than the main. I, so I really enjoyed when they made the change for the essences. Uh, there was a great post up there on the, on the forums that, and I think it went, it, it went so far into actually being part of the, sh- the uh, hot fixes, but it really explained their reasoning behind the pivot. And it, in, in in anything, it it sounds like it's a it's an institutional change of thinking that they're having, 
where before they're always saying, you know, each character is its own story. And so therefore, you know, every character does its own thing. And so they were very, they were very picky on what became bind on account, right? What could be shared across the account. They've, it sounds like they've had quite a number of discussions and a lot, a lot of talking and thinking that has now resulted in them shifting that into realizing that, yes, we have individual characters, but it's still that one person behind, behind the keyboard. Yeah. And I think we're going to see definitely into Shadowlands, um, a much more forgiving, uh, um, alt friendly expansion if they maintain this. I think while the conversation would still have been there, regardless of whether essences were a thing or not, this expansion, I don't think it would be so in Blizzard's face if Legion wasn't as alt-friendly and and was more pushing towards alts because of seeing the stories of class halls. Mm -hmm. I think if that wasn't a thing that happened in Legion, I don't think the conversation would have been so in people's face because everybody had one ten characters to see. Like I've got the yeah. the feat of strength, the achievement for doing all all of the class hall stories. I'm sure many people have. Yeah, you know I've got all of the artifact um, mage tower appearances like unlocked on all all the characters. Like that's 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 amazing. I I don't I didn't do. I didn't push so hard to do all that, um, but that's I, I was pretty casual with that. Uh, the The class order halls, I think, because the storyline in each order hall also added to the overall story. I think that really did help push people to have that, and, and I think you're right that that was definitely uh, a more of an alt push to have people do that. Uh, I would say legion was less alt friendly just because of the legendary systems yeah and, i'd agree with that and that you know not having that one legendary that you know added an extra 15 percent dps boost was was damaging you know just as an example yeah but i think i think you're right is that that, that was there was a hard pivot that happened between legion to bfa and it feels like this is going to be another hard pivot back into Shadowlands. I think the way that they're going to get you to do alts and the big push to get people to play alts in Shadowlands is going to be the Covenant stories. Like, because obviously the main idea of Shadowlands is we level through each zone, integrate with each of the Covenants, see what their abilities are, and then we pick one. Yeah. Obviously, the end game is going to be the story of that. And they'll obviously, I assume, just be like the class halls in Legion, where there'll be a story which will either end per patch and we'll get a new story per patch which revolves around the big story and that'll be how they'll tell the story of covenants which means yeah do i want to level another three demon hunters so that i've got the best covenant ability maybe um do i just want to level alts just to experience the covenant story probably going to be the better choice yeah but i feel like that's going to be the thing with only four who knows that might be a little bit easier but then with if we if we take what how many classes are in the game now 14 oh i think it's, it's 12 to 14 um warrior i'm just gonna i'm gonna go for it and you'll have to let me know if i miss anything yeah. priest warrior rogue 
mage, hunter. I'm going to go by armor class, actually. It's easier. Priest, mage, warlock. Yep. Rogue, druid, monk. Yep. Uh, hunter, shaman. Uh, and oh, demon, hunter. Uh, demon hunter. And then warrior, paladin, definitely 12. Okay. Um, so there's 12, 12 class hall stories. So people who investigated at least all of that are going to have at least 12 alts. Some of the, they're going to have leveled those up. And then you've got what people had in mists and uh, technically BFA, where they're going to have at least one horde alt because there was the achievement for doing both the stories, like the side faction stories for horde and both mists and BFA. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have cross-factional stuff as well. So maybe 13 characters at a push, you know? And okay. people... Are, and then you've got to put in the fact that we've had, in terms of experience boost, we've had Korax Revenge and now this event as well. Yeah. And I mean, I'm already at 16, which is pushing it. But there are people... Uh, who is that absolute... Is it Mephisto, who's got like 44 warriors? Oh, yes. in yeah. uh, um, yeah. Some of that... Oh. He's been doing that for his uh, charity event that that, that that he does in April. But yeah, he is definitely like, yeah. I mean, I think the the king of warriors. I'm just, I, I don't know how he does it. Like there, he there just are, loves like, warriors. He's only going to have six more, isn't he? Because that's it for the cap, unless he yeah. wants to pick up another account. Yes, he's actually uh, noted that, and he made a tweet to Blizzard asking them to raise the raise the raise the raise the, the, raise the limit. Cap. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm with them. I mean, I I can see maybe there's like a database issue with with the limit. I mean, because Final Fantasy 14, you can only raise your retainer and your account limit by paying them because of the the database cost. But and maybe that's why Blizzard did it. Most other MMOs do require you to pay for more than one character slot. But you got to remember, like stuff like Final Fantasy is a very different beast where you can have every class leveled on one character. Yeah, I mean, you can have all of that. Whereas this is everything is held separately you know like uh yeah I, anyway maybe maybe may, i think 50 is quite generous if you look at other mmos on the market yeah. and then maybe that's at the point where they turn around and go do a one-off fee for another 10 or something it will probably have people up in arms but it would be i i don't see why not having a paid thing at that point as a one-off payment you know, mm -hmm. I'm not saying it has to be ex ex extortionate, but you know that's that's the kind of that's the kind of paid service I can get behind. Mm -hmm. I question I question the need for it though. I mean, 50 characters that's huge. I I have some characters I could easily delete. Like I oh yeah I yeah have a I have a mage that is still shoot from cat from Cata days that I think I leveled into mop and then has been sitting there ever since because I haven't touched it. I mean, my goal at this point is, and this isn't going to obviously be over the next month, this is going to be like an account goal, mm -hmm. is to have one of every class at max level, yep. let alone, but then one of every race, because heritage armors are now a thing. Yep. So, I mean, that's not going to come to 50, and until there are 50 races in the game, which I don't think we'll ever get to, there's what? Uh, 11 plus what four allied races on either side right now yeah i think four yeah so we're at 19 yeah 
that's half of your level cap, let alone. Now, obviously, I'm lame, and back when I was making all of my characters for alts, I have a, I have characters based on the ones I like to look at, rather than the ones which are more factionally appropriate, like gnomes and dwarves. So, now, do do you have a mailbox tune? No. Okay. I don't have a mailbox tune. I don't have a bank tune. Yeah, I'm the same way because I I don't I I get why it's good, and like if I did TSM, it might be good, but I kind of. Uh, I mean, my main's kind of the one that I put a lot of stuff on, but I try to move things through it pretty fast. It's when when there's stuff that, like, even. Oh my god, I. LVI is able to track all of the gold that you have on like an account spread over all of your characters, but oh, really? hovering over it. Yeah, yeah. I use, so, I use alcoholic I, for that. I need yeah, to reinstall that. Do. Like, uh, Autoholics is an old add on that's been updated through all the ages. Like, yeah. that's, yeah, it's like a lot of people use it. I just, I don't worry about any of that. Like, I've only recently just installed TSM because Frasley's camera has shifted into the void. Um, <laughs> I just noticed that too. <laughs> that's interesting. Uh, yeah, but um, LVI tracks gold across like an entire account. Yep. essentially but because i don't log in my whole tunes as much i can just see i can see that i've got like shy of a million gold on my main alliance shard yep. and you know i just i'm gonna i just do the farm on my demon hunter and you know if i want to push high legion stuff legion raids to do farming mm-hmm. then i'd need to get the gear on the other characters which is a lot of time investment this is why i it wanted is. to do the experiment this week well, I wonder... it, it isn't. It isn't. Sorry. Um, I just want to say it, it's not a lot of time investment because of the um, that uh, that BOA gear that you can they can drop out of the visions and out of the uh, the um, the zones. Is the gear that drop in vision BOA? I thought it was just specific to the character. No, because I've I've been playing on like if I'm playing on my warlock. I've had uh, BOA. Plate, oh, do you mean the Black Palooza. Empire gear? Oh, the Black Empire. Yeah, that stuff that drops. So, I mean, between that and some of the other stuff, you can totally gear oh, yeah. out another tune. I mean, I, I think it's uh, my, my Death Knight is probably the best example because it's got a cloak at like level six. And I think it's got a mishmash of gear. And I think its average item level is about 438, which is about entry level, which isn't bad. It's yeah. what. It's what any ca- any main character would have started roughly at the beginning of this patch. So it's yeah. without like my demon hunter, who's now done in heroic night life, is about I think roughly about four seven three. Okay, sounds about right. So it's it's a massive jump. It obviously depends on the content you do, and if you're able to push fifteens on any character to the point where like if you get a good mythic plus week and you do twenty in a week and you get lucky with loot and you run a mostly plate set and you just share loot between you depending on what you want you can quite easily get up there if you want to push it oh exactly but it's, it's just about do i want to do time investment and do that and have an army of 470s when it's just going to get removed in seven eight months or just get stuff up enjoy the content that's there because i i, I feel like unless unless wow is your bread and butter like you're streaming on Twitch for eight hours and eight plus hours a day, and you get paid for doing that as a job. Mm-hmm. Then you've got no real need to really. I'm knocking shit over. Um, and you've got no real need to 
have it at that degree you should just do it at a level that you enjoy yeah like i'm i'm basically playing wow like two to three day days a week i mean maybe like three to four hours a night playing it but i i don't feel like i'm burning out i don't feel like i'm rushing through it mm-hmm. i don't know how people do it eight hours a day and i mean like yeah me neither that would drive me nuts and i know i well, people I, I look don't... at it in different ways um you've got to look at it like People enjoy PvP to an extent that they won't do anything else in WoW other than having to level at the beginning of an expansion. And they'll just sit in PvP because of the way the gearing system works that they don't have to do anything else. You know? uh, no. No? No. It, Does the it, gearing system not work through PvP that you can actually gear yourself up just in PvP now? You can, but the gear, uh, the way the stats weights are right now, um, it's not the most ideal for classes so the best gear is still found through uh PVE. through pve so you would have to really push mythic plus to get decent gear yeah so then... if you actually if you actually look at uh the top pvp players that are streaming daily uh you'll see that they are running heroic and mythic nihilotha they're running mythic 15s they're running a whole bunch of other stuff just to get the gear to get the stat weights that they need to maximize to min max i mean i i was under the impression that because of how the pvp disparity worked and there was only going to be slight small percentages between a 410 and like a 470 that it, the only real difference would be the corruption procs and everything else and that was the real problem in pvp this season oh, so, so there is there is the background scaling that nobody really has the numbers for and there is some normalizing that happens there, but it comes down, you know, I mean, I can, I can PVP and I can get some, some good gear, uh, depending on what my, but the gear you get, the item level is also based on your rating and where you are in the brackets. So, ah, the arena. Yeah. yeah. I I forget that. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're just doing, uh, if you're just doing regular, like random BGs and stuff like that, you're only, I think you're getting like, 370 maybe maybe 380 so like it's not that great so again oh that that's really bad it would be nice if there was i i, I feel i think it's 380 is the problem there because the system that they've tried to put in because mythic plus is easy because your your box for mythic plus is just based on what mythic plus you can run yep. and like even if you don't do it in time 15 plus in time you're still going to get a 465 a 475 bit of gear yep. but i presume because unless you go ham in arena then i managed to get to at least is it 1400 is really the one where it starts dropping the thing i can't remember it's been a while what do you mean i think uh, your rating starts decaying at f- once you hit combatant at fourteen hundred. Yeah, I, th- I think once uh, once you get to fourteen hundred, then you can actually start losing rating if you go above that and you lose. Yeah. But because that's that's pretty that's hard. Really... You, you actually have to try to lose to do yeah. that, <laughs> I mean, yeah. or that, that... or get get the really unfortunate where you go into so how... a a pretty high you know. I guess, I guess the question is, how do you fix that so it's fair on both sides? Like, there's a PvP level of content that you can do that's equal to Mythic Plus without having to up a gear, uh, up a, up a rating, to get better gear. Oh, geez, that's that's a Pandora's box right there. Uh, 
I mean, you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. At yeah. least, at least you would have an idea of what to do. Is kind of where I'm getting at. Because I, as someone who doesn't PvP a lot and hasn't PvP properly for a very long time, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't know how to even think about how to do that with the way the current system works. Yeah, it's <clears throat> so. There's there's a couple things there. So right now the current with the way it currently is, you do PvP, uh, you get gear. The higher rating gear, the higher rating you get, the higher the item level of the gear that you're getting. And there's also your weekly chest, which is almost always um, a little bit a little bit higher item level. But again, that's based off of based off of the rating bracket you're in, and you have to win at least one game into that into that bracket to to earn that chest um but it's just the chest that's affected by the rating level like the the rewards you get for your 500 conquest in a week that's not deter the item level on those rewards isn't determined by the rating that you currently have is it not that i'm aware of no no because that's that's kind of that's still 445 isn't it yeah for this season yeah which it which i don't know i think think, that not be the better option to do maybe have uh having it based on rating i get it is a way that they want to have rated pvp but mm-hmm. they're, they're just if i feel like if i mean for a start if they want to split up pvp and pve the the abilities have to be solely different in both yeah. sections originally and they're not going to do that never i just i feel like there just needs to be a way that the game can adhere and doesn't feel quite so unfair. Yeah. Because there are going to be PvPers that don't want a PvE and vice versa. Yeah. But it feels like the PvEers are accounted for. Like they just have to run a thing and not get it in time. And- a PvPer can't run a rate I can't run a rated arena at can't choose to go into a rated arena at X level because they still need the rating to be able to get the thing. They can't join a high 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 rated team because that's not how it works, is it? I mean, you can if you pay gold. <laughs> and tokens. I thought I thought that you, I thought that you still needed to make a team and achieve a rating with that team. Like there wasn't swap in and swap outs anymore. Uh, no, the uh, the PvP the rating is to character. So they do a matchmaking in the background where if you're like if I'm two thousand and you're eighteen hundred and Frasley sixteen hundred then it will create a matchmaking rating based off of kind of a mix mash of that. And that is also sometimes inflated depending it, like who's on the ladder at the time and stuff like that. Like I've, yeah. I've, I've run into uh, doing rated battlegrounds where I am doing, you know, we're sitting around 1700, 1700 MR or 1700 CR kind of thing and run into 2000 plus CR teams <laughs> it, it hurts <laughs> yeah i can imagine yeah that's that's um, that's that's uh just grab the barrel just just get it over with that's it, it? it's uh cool um i, I mean he put you at 1600 <laughs> frazzy that's not the lowest ranking the lowest ranking is a thousand i know i just i i loved how, how you were because i mean, out of all the three of us i would have the lowest ranking and i i'm like you know me so well I feel like you'd walk into a rated PvP arena, they'd look at you and you'd go, Ugh. <laughs> you'd just, yep. you'd just fall over. I, 
Wilhelm. Oh, only if he's playing as Hunter, he 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 fat fingers feign death. So. Okay, yes, and that's it, isn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah, I think we're coming up to our allotted time for today. It's I do been, have oh one one final sure, just to bring up a. As long as there are no puns involved. No, no, this has no puns. And in fact, but uh, one of my friends uh, DM'd me about a slight controversy to this whole XP boost, and I just wanted to see your your thought on it. Okay. They were saying that Blizzard is cashing in on the uh, on the pandemic that we're having, and that it's almost vile. Uh, I, I I saw this on Reddit. Um, what? Let, let let me put let me put it this way, Frasley. If somebody's already playing, they've already paid their sub for the month, yeah. and they're getting this. In. It's it's the same reasoning of saying dumping a mount with a six month sub is forcing people to buy a six-month sub when people who get it for because they're already paying the six-month sub, yeah. you know, they get it. It's it's like saying, oh, they're cashing on the six months. People generally pay six months because it's not super expensive and it works out with the payment plan that they're doing. Yeah. Um, look at most other online games and you will generally find that someone in some way has done something to fashion. Um... You you can you can say it's cashing in on it. Hell, you could turn around and say that Blizzard, with all this change to essences and the way horrifics work and everything else, is trying to cash in and get goodwill with how bad BFA has been. And it's yeah. not the case, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I mean it's just with everything else. I would say go and have a look at the Reddit and read some of the comments on the WoW Reddit. Because there are people who have turned around and been like, well, I've had to self-quarantine. You know, this sounds, the 100% boost sounds like a good way to do it. Mm-hmm. It's a shame that I can't afford to play. There are people on NA and EU specifically feeling bad for people who can't play and, you know, buying an odd WoW token for these people. That's amazing. Wow. So amazing. You, could, you could say it's Blizzard that's cashing in. I don't give a fucking dare. You know, I'm paying for the game anyway. It's an added benefit. So- I, I'd like for this to be more of it, but mm-hmm. what were you going to say? I This pisses me off. This is people so often finding ways to... They're, they're angry about something, and they're always finding ways to be angry at Blizzard. I don't know why. It consistently happens regardless of anything Blizzard does. Blizzard... Yeah, sure. Okay, so they put in a boost so that people who are playing the game um if you know in case they're getting burned out because they've run all the nihilotha they can stand they've run all the pvp they can stand they've done all the pet battles that they can stand and the idea of having an uh playing an alt is just onerous to them okay cool nothing makes people do that no right and anybody that sits back and tries to say the blizzard is cashing in on covid by making people sub to play it's bullshit no they're not they're offering something but they're not making anybody do anything exactly that's those those are the same people that probably stand outside of a donut shop and get mad at the donut shop for offering tasty donuts because they they can't help themselves and not eat the tasty donuts. I'm one of those, I stand outside that, that same donut shop just down the street because it's always, I walk by it every single time and it's like, hey, come in, you can buy a big bucket of donuts. Like, no, no, you're just trying to get me to go in there. Yeah, you're just trying to make me fat. 
Yeah, exactly. How, how, how dare you make me fat? Damn donut shop. Yeah, it's it's not the fact that I like food. It's that damn donut shop. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, while it has brought me in now for, I mean, another month now, even more. It's like, <laughs> I'm not going to want to not do alts this month. I, th- I think that I think that's generally the feeling is that the next month or so mm-hmm. is going to be the best time to do alts. And I think people are going to shift their priorities a little bit to to make the best use of it and rightfully so it's there it's just the same as when time walking rolls around i shift my priorities to level an alt because time walking is the best way to level an alt yeah and and i i like how, how you talk about like the the timing right now delivery services are waiving their delivery fee and we're we're buying more delivery and mm-hmm. i mean it that could be cashing in or it could be helping someone and i did like what one commenter said by us subbing to WoW, we're actually helping Blizzards keep somebody employed. Whereas, or if not, then Blizzard would have it's, to it's, let people it's off. It's just a silly way to look at things. Like, you, sh- no one should take goodwill or a decision of a company and see how it affects them personally. Mm-hmm. And again, it's something that I've said time and again on this cast once I've started it is that because I talk with Frasley, I look at the way the game has played at a different level from different people and no longer in the way that the game caters to me specifically because it's played at different levels. And you shouldn't look at, just because Warcraft or PUBG or something else might be your favorite game. You might your favorite game might be Fortnite, it might be Minecraft, mm-hmm. and you don't agree with the decision of a developer of that game. That's fine. Yeah. But you sometimes need to look at not how that developer is impacting you personally. They haven't gone into your data and gone, Frasley, I'm he, this this guy really likes going to the Nether, but I'm going to make this Minecraft change, which really changes how the way the Nether works. He's going to have to relearn it. They haven't picked on Frasley in particular. Well, I mean, satisfactory picked on me because we had this amazing level with Spaz, and now we got to redo the whole thing because they've added water and fluids and stuff like that. I mean, I mean, Coffee Stain Studios, you've made it. I'm going to go back in again and, and redo all the stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was it was all about Frasley. that's it that's it satisfactory is screwed frasley regardless but you shouldn't look at your favorite game whenever Mm -hmm. a dev makes a change and see how it impacts you but how it looks at the game in general like what is it what has this 100 percent boost done it has got people playing more than just their main character yeah because it's giving people a chance people have moaned about alts all expansion how bad it is you now have that option especially with all the changes to the game to play your alts enjoy your alts and do everything else and use them to the same level of do the same level of content as a main could it have been done better sure you know we're all gonna say what what blizzard could do better from the mind of a player but again those concerns are what we would want them to do mm-hmm. and we're not thinking of it from a developer point of view and a developer is going to look at the game as a whole and not from what they want now let's be honest is the game developer is going to make the game as fun as they can because ultimately the business model is having people spend money yep. to play the game that's fun so in that way did they did they make a decision corporately that will allow for them to have more players paying to play the game arguable like i said you know it, just because it's available doesn't mean people have to sub that's their own choices but 
you do have to admit that regardless of any any game that is developed is developed to at the end of the day make a profit for a business model absolutely so uh, that's it i mean we're paying customers at the end of the day yes yeah. we're gamers and yes the current environment with how everything going might make us feel a little bit entitled towards specific things mm -hmm. but at the end of the day it's a decent change and it's with how the game has literally changed in the last two weeks mm -hmm. this is a good thing for the next month and enjoy it while you can yeah. and don't shit on blizzard for the fact that they've decided to make a change which benefits the player base as a whole rather than just you individually and 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 i know i know corporately changing stuff to be remote working there's probably a lot of costs that they were, they were incurred and they probably because i, I saw people is. calling for give everybody a free month but i'm like that would not that w could not oh, have no. worked financially no. that but so this is at least a to me a good we'll meet in the middle we'll meet in the middle yeah i agree anyway and all, enough of that. All the heroes are free for the next month too. In Heroes of the Storm, so see, yes, they are. there is free stuff. What what game is that? Uh, Heroes, of the, it's Blizzard's mobile thing. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, see the what you did that, there. <laughs> it's good. I missed it. I'm done. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been stories around Azeroth. Garrisar, where can they find you around the internet if they want to look for you? Uh, if you want to find me, just uh, Google technically PvP, and you'll find us. We're on your app of choice. You'll find us, uh, our, our subtle uh, audio tones on many of those applications. And uh, as well, please, please do check out the Warcraft radio site. There is a plethora of other shows talking about World of Warcraft, Warcraft, and many other games under the Blizzard sphere. So there we go. We'll try to make sure all that information is in the podcast information for you to go and check out as well. Mr. Frasley. They probably know where they can find you around the internet since you're literally everywhere. But for those people that might not know yet, where can they find you? On Twitter, uh, doing doing puns and different things at Frazzletastic. And if you want even more puns, uh, DM me about my Facebook. And uh, you can find me talking to every people every week at gnomepodcast.com, Frazzlecast. I talk with different people. I've talked with uh, Garrisar. I've talked with uh, Pete. And uh, I got even more people lined up to talk with. And then if you want shenanigans every week well actually almost every day now i mean i i kind of turned to everyday streamer it's every day yo <laughs> uh, wow streamers uh, am i right but it, it, what streamers am i right i know streamers oh you can find that What's at gnome.live I, I know streaming why would anybody ever want to watch somebody play a game <laughs> Who knows, eh? Or talk about random games they like. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you can find me at Titan's Creed on my main one at Gaming Phoenix on my right on my uh, old one if you literally just want videos and uh, pod, uh, streaming information. Otherwise, you can find streams like the podcast live or you can join me for gaming and bits and pieces on twitch.tv slash Project Phoenix Productions or you can find VODs over on youtube.com slash Project Phoenix Productions and stories around Azeroth will be in your podcast catches as normal every Wednesday. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us. Thank Thank you very much to our special guest Garrisar of Technical Technically PvP. And as Mr. Frasley always likes to say, be awesome.